This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't Creona Orpington's Kings of Pound Shop Rock, and that'll be Chinese Junk, have recently released another free to download from Bandcamp EP called Raw Deal. The songs are short, sharp, and very much to the point. This is Fuck You, I'm Broke. No echo. Well, substantially reduced as bookcases have been installed, apart from one, but, you know, we won't go into that. Thanks to friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright, who on Wednesday gave up his valuable time to take out many pieces of wood out of many cardboard boxes and put them together as per the instructions, whilst myself, Mrs A, and the squirrel drank beer. A round of arena-style applause, please, Barton. I've started to fill the shelves with books at the moment. I've just randomly put them in any order just to clear various tables, cabinets and floor space. Now, with my vinyl albums, I've got them in historical order. You need to read High Fidelity to understand where I'm coming from. However, I am in a quandary on how to have the books. Obviously, the non-fiction and the fiction will be filed alphabetically by the author. But when it comes to my musical books, with regards to biographies and autobiographies... Yeah, I just can't do that. I'm going to have to keep them in band and group order. That, that makes sense, doesn't it? 
Yeah, producer Barton Stacey via the studio monitor is currently giving me a withering look. Yeah, I know, first world problems. Clearly, my Beano annuals will run in the year that they came out. That was Motorhead, who I genuinely miss daily. And the soundcheck version of Stay Clean, recorded in Newcastle, 1981. From the release today, today being the 25th of June, future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners, no sleep to Hammersmith, open brackets, 40th anniversary edition, close brackets, and what a fine, fine reissue it is. Four CDs of Motorhead live goodness talking about first world problems i've got one of those standalone record and tape players so for ease i can record a vinyl only release onto an sd card or memory stick and bung it onto my fio 11 portable musical player i know it defeats the object of vinyl but it's just as i said you know for ease you know playing the car the record i trialed was the boys us only release of terminal love that i've already played a couple of tracks of on episode 810 and 809, namely Waiting for the Lady and See You Later, respectively, which were digitally sent to me, thanks to Steve over at the boys' headquarters. Side one, recorded perfectly. I even followed the somewhat highly suspicious Chinese to English translation. Repeated for side two, only for my computer to tell me that the SD card was empty. Tried again, still the same. 
used a memory stick. Mate, I even found a totally different SD card, still the same empty. Just before I did my own 2021 take of throwing a TV out of a first floor window, I gave it one final chance and accidentally pressed the record button twice. Guess what? Yeah, it worked. From side one of Terminal Love, this is Rue Morgue. And uh, listen out for the Monkey's Pleasant Valley Sunday guitar solo. It's not a first world one, but it's down to me only knowing one language is that when it comes to uh, altering records and CDs, 
from our European chums, I have to rely on Google Translate, which can be frustratingly slow if there isn't an English option. This can be extremely stressful if what I'm after is of the limited variety. A case in point was me trying to get hold of the Bad Losers self-styled reissue album of only 500 copies with previously unreleased material now called Sudden Style-1988 London Recordings from Twisted Soul Records. That is, obviously, based in France, as the Bad Losers were French. I had actually forgotten all about the mid-80s band, even though I have the vinyl album filed away in my musical library. Uh, of their one solitary album. I picked up said album that came out on GMG Records in Sono Records on a day trip to Beloying. Previous visits had me purchasing Captain Sensibles, Stop the World 7-inch, that uh, was still a few weeks away from being released in the UK. Did you know that Dave Ruffy from The Ruts played drums on the B-side back to school? Well, you do now. Uh, what other stuff did I pick up? High Power, who were a French metal band who sang in French. I bought their one and only self-titled album. Sadly, vocalist Patrick Melbus uh, passed away in 1991 and drummer George Morrow in 2005. I'll have to dig that out. Anyway, uh, a few years ago, after I got those, I acquired the Bad Losers LP that uh, was recorded in London and engineered by Dave Goodman. That, to be honest... I haven't played for at least 20 years, if not longer. And thanks to my now working record player, during the week I converted said album into ones and zeros. I was reminded about them by a Facebook post to the V-Glam website with an interview with guitarist Mr T Jones telling us all about the history of the band and the reissue of the album. What had me scrabbling over to the Discs Dom Fulane website was discovering that the unreleased material had the bad leaning towards a more Lord of the New Church and Phantasmagoria era damn vibe. Whereas on the original album, they would have been right at home with, say, Hanoi Rocks and the Dogs to More. Nasty Suicide actually introduces the band on the live version of one of the boys on the bonus material with Stiff Beta on backing vocals for Honky Tonk Woman. Unfortunately, there, yeah, there wasn't an English option on the Discs Dawn Fulane website with me on and off for a couple of days with my basket marked UN, trying to uh, work out what the French had deemed what country I lived in, England, Great Britain, the United Kingdom, or shit island. It was Royaume-Uni, and sadly not L'Ile de la Merde. I was expecting to be stung for the shipping, but it only came to a few euros. Now, all I've got to do is sit tight and wait for the uh, postie to deliver the CD along with the import duty tariff. In the meantime, from the Bad Losers self-titled original LP, this is Anne Arbor. <laughs>
the Bad Losers story had me thinking about another band that I, yeah, I hadn't forgotten about per se, as I'm, I'm always picking up this CD from the piles I have dotted around my house, but just hadn't played for ages. I mean, years. Maybe not 20 like Bad Losers, but you know, come to think of it, it might be. Anyway, the band in question is Black Eyed Susan, with me buying their one and only album, Electric Rattlebone, in Tower Records in Bellevue, in Seattle, in 1996, that featured former Britney Fox guitarist Dean Davison. Uh, the album hit the record shops in 91, probably the worst time for a band like this because grunge pretty much spelt the end for glam and hair metal bands, even if Black Eyed Susan might have been on the hard rock and AOR side of things. But uh, if you had bleached long hair and bandanas, unless you were Guns N' Roses, record labels wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot barge pole. So much so, Black Eyed Susan's record label, that would be Mercury, stopped financially supporting the band mid-tour. I revisited Electric Rattlebone on my way to and from work on Monday, and 30 years on, to me, it has stood the test of time. Three years earlier, and I think the band would have been playing arenas. I can just see the video to Best of Friends. Candid footage of the band pre and post gig, fooling around, chatting to fans, and at the end, huge stage pyrotechnics with all the band arm in arm. Yeah, only one video, I believe, was shot, and that was for uh, None of It Matters, just before Mercury dropped them. And they split up. A demo was recorded called Just a Taste. I'm pleased to say it's part of the reissue that came out on Bad Reputation Records in 2019. To be honest, the band had moved musical direction towards something akin to Black Crows. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to the band members after Black Eyed Susan split. Dean Davidson had a solo album out in 2007. And in the case of I Kid You Not, Joey Marciano currently drums for former Beckenham resident Nick Hayward, who used to live up the road from me. Yes, that Nick Hayward from Haircut 100. Anyway, from Electric Rattlebone, this is She's So Fine.
right, I better crack on with new music as I haven't played any apart from Chinese junk at the top of the show. To wit, this is Tyler's Dogs to More and Journey to the Centre of the Soul. i 
sometimes, but not often, I'll hear a song for the first time that will stop me dead in my tracks with me thinking, wow, this song is amazing. And for the duration of said song, I can't do anything else but listen to it. Every crotchet, every minim. A car might be speeding out of control, 90 miles an hour, ready to career into me and I'll be unable to move a muscle. Previously, songs like this that's happened to me have been uh, Penilla Anderson's cover of The Helicopter's Hopeless Case of a Kid in Denial. Well, a new one has been added in the shape and form of Sometimes We Can Hear the Voices, which is the first track on Rich Raggedy and the Digression's new album, Beyond Nostalgia and Heartache, that digitally came out today. The CDs get posted on Monday with the vinyl. I've ordered the flame red version. Uh, shipping in August. Sadly, the Speedways and Rich Raggedy and the Digression's joint EP and album launch gig has been postponed due to COVID restrictions and will now take place at the Nambuka on the 7th of August. I shall see you there. This is Gizbot 
from Jaina Stark, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. And in my opinion, you'd be absolutely nuts to listen to anything else. After Rich Raggedy and the digressions, and sometimes we can hear the voices you heard because I played the end of the light by Sonny Vincent from his up and coming new album Snake Pit Therapy. You know, I like interconnectedness. Well, the next three bands, Ford Stroke artists, share at some point writing credentials. In the case of the first two, it was accidental. Who are you talking about? I hear you cry. First up is Duncan Reed, he of the big heads who can be heard earlier this evening, playing bass on the boys' song Rude Morgue and Your Future Ex-Wife, taken from the band's last album, Don't Blame Yourself, that came out in what, May last year, with the uh, album launch gig on the 18th of December at the Lexington. Although if you uh, can't wait that long to hear new material, Plague Life, they're supporting the skids at the Islington Academy on the 9th of October with a few UK festival dates in July, August and October. Your future ex-wife is due to be released as a 7-inch with two previously unreleased songs on the B-side as soon as the pressing plant has caught up with its back orders. Until then... Step right in I'll take a coat as I give you my bed 
it all for the new high plan Whiskey vodka to fulfill your heart's desire who Duncan accidentally, subconsciously borrowed some melodies, some phrasing from Simon's Motherfuckers song that can be found on It Seemed Like A Good Idea at the Time album for his motherfucker that's on Don't Blame Yourself. Anyway, Simon, courtesy of Hurrah Musica, has just released a new 7-inch that features on the A-side, I fucking love you, taken from his Sincerely S-Love, album that came out in July 2018 and on the b-side is the exclusive new track of kicks and an acoustic version of not if i see you first Thursday for a year 
the final interconnectedness is Jim Penfold, who I only aired on last week's show. But, you know, it's my show, so there you go. And I'm not expecting an avalanche of emails complaining. Actually, thinking about it, this week's interconnectedness can be extended to Rich Raggedy, as Duncan and Rich have traded music, or a middle-eight at the very least. So, as I mentioned on last week's show, Jim and Duncan have, in the dim and distant past, co-written together. And, yeah, after listening to the aforementioned Duncan, Simon and Jim, I'd love to lock them in a room to write an album. Yeah, mind you, thinking about it, locking people up in a room is frowned upon these days, you know, especially if it's in a basement behind a false wall. Right, moving swiftly on. As I mentioned last week, there are some free to download songs on Jim's website. That will be hollywoodkillers.com, one of which is the Hollywood Killers version of the Kinks' Waterloo Sunset. That uh, Actually, the Hollywood Killers at the time were gigging under the nom de plume of the Speedos. Obviously, this means it's time for, are you ready, Barton? Covers Corner. <laughs> As long as they get on 
new band to me are OC Demons, who hail from Bergen, Norway. Their latest record, Duck and Cover, is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 7th of July. But if you head over to the band's Bandcamp site, you'll find it's free to download right this second. The first track on the aforementioned six-track affair is the Dead Boys Sonic Reducer that sounds remarkably like this. Final track in this week's Covers Corner comes courtesy from Germany's Stacey Crown, who uh, will be releasing on the 30th of July the 17th final single of Radar Love, that I'm sure you are aware was originally recorded by Golden Earring, backed with Dead of Night as part of the action rock jukebox on Screaming Crow Records. I'm telling you this now because it's available to pre-order right this second at the Action Rock jukebox bank campsite with a limited pressing of only 90 on mint green vinyl consider yourself informed 
Again, old Father Time is knocking on my studio door. Either that or Barton Stacey has slipped his handcuffs from the radiator he was chained to. Yeah, I so hope it's old Father Time. Anyway, don't look at me like that. On Tuesday, Frankie, our postman, now there's a bod reference if I ever heard one, delivered from Rough Trade my pink and blue splattered vinyl of the Dam's Machine Gun Etiquette album. It is a faithful reproduction, but my only criticism is that Antipope is not credited to Scabies, Sensible, Vanian, Ward and Burns as in Phil Burns, Captain's elder brother, who wrote the whole thing single-handedly when he was in The Cowards. Even the guitar solo's the same. Not that I've heard it or anything. <clears throat> so, finishing off this evening's show is the Ed Hollis version of Love Song that is dedicated to Kevin and Carrie. Until next week, don't get caught. I'll be the powder, I'll be the possum
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Wopsies Lodge production. Mm-hmm.